Hi, I'm Al Tharp. And I'm Kim Vu. Welcome to Vietnola, the show about being Vietnamese in New Orleans, coming to you from the Funoi Viet Restaurant, located at 2005 Magazine Street in the Lower Garden District. Xin chào quý vị. Đây là bài Vietnola, chương trình phát hành về cộng đồng Việt Nam ở New Orleans từ nhà hàng Phở Nội Viet ở số 2005 Phố Magazine ở quận Lower Garden. Today on the show, we've got some ancient wisdom, some lessons on being a polite Vietnamese person, news, and a conversation with our guests, Andrew Whitmore and David Whitmore, writers of the food blog, Black, food blog Black Bamboo, a blog about Vietnamese food. Hailing from a boisterous Italian-American family, David was introduced at an early age the art of enjoying large meals and making pastas from scratch. He eventually owned and operated with on Mimi's Restaurant, an Italian fine dining establishment in River Ridge. Today, David Whitmore is currently a sous chef at Bourne, the newest restaurant of celebrity chef John Besh. Anvu Whitmore is a lifelong New Orleanian, also from a large traditional family, but Vietnamese. As with David, these large family meals inadvertently directed her towards the food industry. Today, they've joined forces again in the culinary world to create Black Bamboo, where they share stories, recipes, and make wine suggestions, as well as music suggestions of what to cook with. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi, Kim. Hello. Hi, Al. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're really excited about this. I am, too, because my producer frequently criticizes me that my descriptions of the food are really boring. Oh. So I'm looking <laughs> to get some tips from you guys. Uh, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about Black Bamboo? Well, the blog started with um, us discussing the meals that we would have between us as regular dinner meals. Just at and, home. Right. And on my days off, we would cook and we would do uh, all kinds of Asian food, Indian, uh, sushi, Vietnamese. I mean, you had me at, at on your days off, you cook. <laughs> you cook for a living. Right. Who cooks for me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? His I, other I, job. I actually, <laughs> I actually started, it would be a request. What would you like to eat tonight? And we kind of started doing it that way. And then the Vietnamese uh, dishes started to um, kind of play a role in it, but not as much as it is now it was more um like she would cook some things and then i would cook some things mm -hmm. and now it's it's more of uh us developing skills in the vietnamese cuisine and going way deep into the the genre of vietnamese food so i'm guessing on who is viet Q or vietnamese American like myself learned from our mothers and our grandmothers. Oh, yes. What was your first influence, David, in Vietnamese cooking and Vietnamese food? Basically, she taught me a few things when we first started seeing each other that, you know, we eat this, we eat that. Um, and go, so will you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's right. Then, then we'd go to her, Taking her, control. You know, my mother-in-law would make food when we went over there, and it was unbelievable. It was stuff I'd never had before. So... That got me interested in learning how it was done. Then the first few dishes, I, the techniques were extremely different than the techniques that you know we use in European-based, American-based foods. And you, you're formally trained in in the culinary arts. Yeah, I'm I'm not uh, trained in Asian at all, except for what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. So basically, American slash European was everything that I knew. So now. Um, 
recreating a whole new set of skills and it's, it's it's very different it's some of it's harder than others is can you generalize in any way about um, what kinds of differences there are in technique yes uh, the proteins are marinated immediately which we do we marinate proteins but not the way they do um the combination of fish sauce with garlic with chilies with lemongrass any combination of those items uh the owners have just brought us some some <laughs> food as it looks you fantastic actually I did, quite a there variety there was a, a beautiful lemongrass whole fish on your blog that i was right it was uh uh, again, that one, that's a perfect example. It's got the fish sauce with lemongrass, and you marinate it, and then you see the fish off, roasted whole. Uh, um, normally, okay, if we were going to do that in uh, European style or an American style, um, we wouldn't marinate it. We would just rub it, olive oil and salt and pepper, and roast it, and then finish it with something. So the salt is usually the fish sauce component. Um, the beef is marinated. It's, it's just one small technique that is used prevalently throughout the whole cuisine. Now, the dishes before mm -hmm. us, do you recognize them? Um, not Test your knowledge. Not the, the rice. That's a curry. Curry. It's chicken. So that yes. chicken curry? Curry, yes. yeah. Um, and then the other one is this pho, yeah. And I, I imagine the two of you have your own pho broth, and you can't tell us the recipe on there. Oh, I haven't no, made you it. Can share. <laughs> I haven't made it. Uh, her, she knows her family's, but that's uh, it's something that I just haven't gotten into because I've eaten it, and I've eaten it at her mom's house or in her relatives' houses, and I just. Don't I'll get, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. It's kind of like in, in, you know, the, it's a process. Uh, right. My grandmother used to save, you know, meat bones from all the week's uh, meals, and then on Friday night she would start the broth, and every Saturday when we were growing up, that's what we ate. And it's, it's had hours and hours of cooking the oh, broth. Oh yes, right? yeah. I mean she started, you know, three or four in the morning. You quacko, come on. So. Kim, Kim Vu, the other Kim Vu who owns this restaurant, has brought out quite a spread mm -hmm. of one, two, three, four dishes. Oh, beautiful. Come and go. Thank you. So what I really liked about your blog is it wasn't your ordinary food blog. You didn't just talk about food. You kind of set a scenario of you suggested music, you suggested what to drink, what it to drink with. And a little tour of like the that. oyster yeah process was great yeah. yes that was uh that was through work but i thought it would be cool to right, add right. because it's something that most people don't get to do the food and i mean the wine and drinks and uh, music was actually and suggestion um I because i was making <laughs> uh the fish with the with the pineapple mm -hmm. um and i had the pineapple left over so i was telling her about the drink i had made and she's like you need to put the the drink in there in the picture and start telling them what drink it was <laughs> and I was like all right good idea so then I started doing some different drinks as I would make the different dishes and include that as well I thought it was kind of interesting and then also um, you know beer is is paired up with a lot of Vietnamese cuisine oh, yeah. so a couple of dishes I just said you know this would go well with beer mm -hmm. um, why don't we take a couple bites and then you can talk us through your suggestions of <laughs> What to listen to, number one. What to right. drink it with. 
and how you how you would guess it was prepared. And if you have any musical suggestions for our meal. There you uh, go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The, the musical suggestion started because I always listen to music when I cook at home. Ah. This part's hard because we, we'd prefer to stuff our mouths and not talk, but now that you've had a little sample of everything, I'd like to hear your guys' take on it. It's excellent. It, everything's very good. Very clean flavors, mm -hmm. very authentic. And how would you describe flavors? Like the chicken curry, I could not tell you what... I couldn't begin to guess what went into that dish to create those flavors. Uh, yellow curry powder. Um, the uh, the vegetables I find are interesting. There's mushroom, squash, and asparagus, which I did not expect hmm. any of those things to be in there. Um, but it was really good. The uh, the seasoning's perfect. Um, like like Al mentioned, it does a little kick at the end, which is very nice. Not overwhelming at all. I think the balance is just perfect in it. And how how does that happen? Where some food is spicy first bite, you know, as your nose is getting closer to it. But how does she manage to make the spice so that it, you only really taste it at the very end of that bite? The usually you get your heat at the end, um, but her ability to season is excellent. Um, that's actually just years of cooking yeah. she's, she's just she just knows when she, she's probably tasting everything and she knows uh -huh. this is when it's ready to go it's i mean easy you, when you know how like mm -hmm. you're like else. that al, <laughs> al makes a great makes some great cajun dishes and you'll be there with the heavy the heavy just, iron pots yeah, and just, you're tasting it throughout traditional just, stuff but it's fun you have you have to taste your food that's actually any new cook when we train them at work is taste everything taste it constantly you know it's the only way you're going to get it right mm -hmm. you have to know what it's going to taste like through every step and it, this is this is excellent food and do you want to um describe the teat claw that we have before us yeah the uh the beef has a nice salty uh and sweet finish to it mm -hmm. um you mentioned that it's the it's a caramel uh beef and one interesting aspect of Vietnamese caramel sauce is that it has fish sauce in it. So you get salty and sweet. I mean, I don't know about you, An, but I can't think of a Vietnamese dish without nook mum in it or that fish sauce. No, the fish sauce in, is probably in just about everything. And there's many different variations of fish sauce. I was going to ask just, what's in fish sauce. Yeah, right? <laughs> just not, not the fish sauce that we all eat when we go to Vietnamese restaurants. But, you know, it's the underlying component to just about every dish that we have. Mm -hmm. In Vietnam, there's an island where it's made. It's Phu Quoc. It's mm -hmm. one of many places that but, it's made. But it's known. An island. Particularly an <laughs> island. The, the fish sauce island. I you, love that. They say you can smell it as you are arriving. <laughs> well, yeah, my dad used to tell me if you saw them making it, you wouldn't eat it. So. <laughs> <laughs> or smell it, you wouldn't eat it. Well, I mean, it ferments in barrels. Oh, my yes. gosh. There's something about fish and fermenting that does it immediately. Right. right. In the hot, sticky yeah, place right. like <laughs> Vietnam. Mm hmm don't spill it on yourself. <laughs> I, mean, I can't. I, I put it in my egg. 
you know like it's so much a part of what i grew up in that i put it in a lot of things i put it in my spaghetti sauce oh do you yeah <laughs> that's a great no. crossover <laughs> let me know did you guys do what that your italian mama say about right? <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother's rolling over right <laughs> sorry <laughs> so, I, I i i didn't even know <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit just to bring out a forget little the flavor as they say Exactly. I, it, I've used it um, in regular dishes at home that aren't necessarily Vietnamese when I'm looking for uh, some sort of a salt that just to add something different and, and it and it works it's you know it, a lot of uh, countries have a versions of you know anchovies or anchovy paste or Worcestershire sauce is, is a derivative of fish sauce mm-hmm. So I have a funny story about, about fish sauce. Um, when we had Mimi's, uh, one day we did a salad. And, you know, it was a side salad with their meal. Mm-hmm. And the quote-unquote salad dressing was fish sauce. We just added a little more lime to it. Mm-hmm. So people out there who probably, I don't want to say everybody, but they probably weren't as exposed at the time to Vietnamese food, they're like, what is this sauce? It is just so amazing. <laughs> so we just called it a lime vinaigrette. Yeah, but of course. Yeah. It wasn't a complete lie. <laughs> the lime part, you know, at least. right? It's a, it's a lime vinaigrette, oh, but it was really so fish sauce with mm. lots of lime. Yeah, they, they didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know. They, they loved eating. it. They were happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we we've talked a lot. We've made a lot of references to on your parents and how they influenced apparently both of you in your Vietnamese mm-hmm. cooking. Um, I love your parents' story because it's very much what I see as the Vietnamese New Orleanian story of coming here, being sponsored by the church or some group that has that sought out Vietnamese refugees and then folks would come and save up all their money and open up corner stores in some of the most dangerous parts of New Orleans. Can, can you share a little bit with our listeners that part of your family's history? Sure, sure. My, uh, well, when my parents came here, my dad left a pretty uh, top-notch government job from South Vietnam, moved here, didn't have anything. My parents came with $80, and it was always his dream to go back to school and, you know, continue his education and become something else here in the States, but it just didn't work out that way. Um, we moved to California where you went to school for a little while. Then we ended up moving back. They opened up a corner store because for someone of that generation, it was just, I guess, the, the easiest thing to do, the easiest way out. Not where, that it's easy. No. Where is that corner store? On the corner of Washington and Ferret in the Magnolia, former Magnolia. The Magnolia, so she's referring to the Magnolia projects, the public housing project that was possibly the most dangerous public housing project in New Orleans, if not the country. Yes, yes. Um, home of the home of the soldier, they say. <laughs> <laughs> but your parents were there for what decades, correct? From '84 to '05, so 21 years. And this right. is also where Juvenile came out of, correct? Yes. And yes. Lil Wayne. Yes. 
funny that my mom knows them and their families. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> right, yeah, my little Vietnamese mom was hanging out with gangsters. Right. <laughs> the cash money crew. Yeah. That's right. My mom talking smack with the cash money crew. <laughs> I remember you told me once that you caught your mom watching some Lil Wayne videos and getting misty-eyed. No, actually, I was watching it because um, at the time, we no longer had the store. It was after Katrina. Everything had flooded. We repaired the, the store and you know we were gonna lease it out and I was just looking at some old videos because I knew there were you know clips and images of that corner and there it was oh my so God. I showed it to her and she's like oh that's you know shorty or whoever it was <laughs> I was like she knew all their handles <laughs> yeah <laughs> she did so yeah she did get misty eyed you know she she moved back here I want to say when she was 31 and they only shut it down after what eight years ago okay so it was a long time uh -huh. it was a long time she was there does she keep in touch with any of her cash money folk or no she she's she's now a a homebody and a, and a gardener she grows all of her own vegetables and wow actually we get a lot of herbs from her oh she gosh. has fun you know doing that so and apparently still giving david cooking lessons from what it sounds oh like. yeah she's always giving cooking <laughs> lessons the other day we had spaghetti that's why i was talking about spaghetti a while ago and she said uh so what'd y'all eat i said spaghetti why because like, i had a hankering for spaghetti did you put fish sauce in it I'm like <laughs> no why not <laughs> like I'll have to talk to you later. <laughs> I had to make dumplings with her one time, and she kept telling me to speed up, that I wasn't fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get this done. You're like, well, it's good enough for John Bash. <laughs> <laughs> she, you should know that won't She's matter. She's like, who? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> John who? <laughs> That's fantastic. So how's your Vietnamese, David? Um, it's not that good. Uh, I can read food items uh, i have trouble saying them but i can read a lot of food items um i can pretty much figure out a menu uh, i can order iced coffee um but i i try to work on it but it's it's really a struggle for me uh -huh. so when i do the blog i always name the dish i put the vietnamese name of the dish and then i have the english name of the dish and i'm trying to learn it through food mm. Excellent. I bought Rosetta Stone, but that completely overwhelmed me. <laughs> <laughs> I make I make sticky notes for them and right, tape them yeah. on everything. <laughs> Maybe I should do that for Al. You know how say the boy jumps. <laughs> well, we're, maybe you can help Al with the next segment where we help him learn a little Vietnamese so we can sem send him off into the East or Vietnam. All right. Yeah. Uh, last week, what did we learn? We learned how to say chopsticks important uh, yeah there you go <laughs> Dua. we're gonna have a, a little quiz in the next lesson we're gonna review everything Al. So you better study <laughs> up and then today i thought it'd be useful for you to be able to say what your name is so david do you know this one no i don't okay uh again it depends on who you're speaking to the way you address yourself um, for you, we'll just generalize that most people you interact with will be younger than you. So we're generalizing. Sad but true. We're Sad generalizing. But true. Okay. <laughs> so you can use a very formal word for the pronoun, you know, I or me. And for you, it'd be den toi 
Laal. Okay, so Den is name. Den. Uh huh. Den. Den. And Toy is Den toy. my my name. Okay. Den Toy. Laal. Laal. Al is la you. Al. Yeah. Den Toy Laal. So la is is to is. be. Yes, yes, right. <laughs> but it's, it's funny. Is. It's very like you can mm. drop the verb to be a lot in mm. Vietnamese. Right. <laughs> so you can even say Den Toy Al. Den Toy Al. Yeah. Okay. Thank there you. you. Go. <laughs> Ding ding ding! Yes. Confetti. <laughs> <laughs> so that's. And we were also that. going to discuss slurping, which I yeah. would think would uh, render me Perfect. right at home at a <laughs> Vietnamese meal. Perfect segue uh, into our next segment, huh? which is Vietiquette, where we talk a little bit about something in Vietnamese etiquette. And I asked On to pick something, and she picked. Go ahead. Slurping. Slurping. Is it thumbs up or thumbs down for us? It's uh, who's us if it's for Vietnamese Americans. Vi- Vietnamese. Hello if you're that. under 40, it's probably <laughs> thumbs down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. But uh, generally, uh, it's a thumbs up. It's a compliment. You know, you go to someone's house, they make you some pho, and you eat it. It's good. You slurp it. That means you're really enjoying it. Right. You know, they take it as a compliment. Good. If you don't, eating with gusto, right? Right. If you mm. don't, or if you don't ask for seconds, you're really hurting people's feelings yes. that way. Like, what? What's the matter with my food? Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, so slurp away. Her mom <laughs> asked me for thirds, so yeah. I'm usually, <laughs> and I'm usually st- so stuck, yeah. but it's so good, and yeah. Yeah, I'm probably slurping and making all kinds yeah. of funny noises. <laughs> <laughs> good Does to your know, mom though. still cook cook a fair amount? Yeah, pretty much. You know, if she knows we're coming, she wants to know what we're going to eat. So, <laughs> what we want to eat. Yep. So, we let her know. A true mom. A true Vietnamese She's mom. Fine. They'll That's plan right. three meals ahead, you know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to want to eat tomorrow <laughs> at, for dinner. <laughs> it's breakfast right now. Uh, we also have a segment where we talk about kazaos or proverbs. We call this Kim's Kazao. Brought, a proverb brought to you from the old country, translated into New Orleanian. It's less confusing than Confucius and more fun than a fortune cookie. <laughs> I like that. So this week, there's more words than usual. I love the proverbs where it's four words and it takes five minutes to explain. I always think that's funny. But this one is a little longer. It is, Anki nalo so tot lua, or sorry, tot lua. So loosely translated is um, if to eat slowly is better for you or you're fuller for longer. Mm. And then when you plow deeply, it's better for rice, for the rice to grow. Which I think <laughs> An's making the same face. I'm I a made. little puzzled by this, but I have to <laughs> I'm have puzzled to too. <laughs> I think it's trying to say um, be thoughtful be mindful when you do things so when you're eating you know don't just swallow it you know you take your time to eat it and it's better for your digestion same as if you take your time to plow the fields it's better for the rice to grow it could be a reflection on anything you do sure Mm -hmm. take the time to notice everything around you exactly instead of rushing through everything that you do and then you say oh what just happened right when you can notice you know when you walk in, notice what your surroundings. 
and check everything out and slow your whole life down. I think he's more Vietnamese than us, Son. <laughs> I think so, because you know what? I didn't get that memo. It was always, stop playing with your food. <laughs> it's getting cold. Eat up. <laughs> See, my, my mom would say, slow down. You eat too fast. <laughs> you look like your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> That's her older brother. <laughs> and you come from a big Italian family, uh, correct? Lots of guys. I had two brothers, and then my mom had three brothers. And then there were a lot of kids in those families. So we always did, you know, big holidays, and everyone would come over, and it'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. Now it's up to like 50 people. I, I think, think so. Yeah, Are you I mean, from New Orleans as well? Yes. My grandfather, um, his father is from Italy. Um, we had. Uh, okay. you know, Pretty hard, recent, hardcore yeah. Italian uh -huh. kind of upbringing. Cool. Great. Thank you for sharing, guys. I, I'd like to know if there's anything we should look for in your blog coming up. Any special trips? I saw you had a trip to the oyster um, fields. Anything coming up that we should be looking for on Black Bamboo? No, no real trips, but we just finished about, what, five dishes I think that we've done that mm -hmm. I haven't posted yet. Actually you went to uh, well I guess it's not related to the blog. No, it was work. Huh? Yeah, they work, Never work mind. trips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're fun too, right? Yeah. Do you want to give the full website to everyone on the air? Yeah, it's uh, bamboublack.blogspot.com uh, It's also on Twitter uh, Black Bamboo Nola on Facebook, we're all over. Google Plus Great. So you can find it everywhere. I kind of update as I'm cooking and finishing things. I'll update all the pictures and everything and send those out immediately. And then a few times a week, um, or two, I try to do two times a week. I post the recipes on the blog. Awesome. I will. I will point out with the music choices, you kind of date yourselves. Hey. With the. Yeah. Uh, with I, the <laughs> I, I I loved it. I loved the references yeah, love to the cure, 80s the cure, and the cure. and, yeah. and yeah. Oh heck yeah! I personally <laughs> totally loved I, it. I find that um, the the stuff I listen to, like I guess the last ten or fifteen years, is not as fun to cook to. Hmm. It's way more intense and heavier. Mm -hmm. So I kind of go back further to something that's just more like background music. Uh huh. And I I, I do better that way. Fun and playful. Right. It is uh, fun more and playful. intense stuff would be like if you're cleaning the kitchen at night. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show today, guys. Thank you. Thank you we for having us. It. That's Vietnola for today. Thank you so much for joining us at home, at work, on your phone, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And a special thanks to today's guests, Ann and David Whitmore. Our show is produced by Kim Vu, Al Tharp, and Grant Morris. Our technical director is Chris Kehoe. Our web guru is Dr. Cliff Brigden. Our theme song was written by Taylor Smith and performed by the Swamp Lilies. The fabulous audio quality of this show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. PreSonus makes some of the best audio recording and live sound products, including Studio One music production software, Studio Live digital mixing consoles, Eris studio monitors, and much, much more. Visit www.presonus.com for more information. You can follow us on Twitter at It's New Orleans. You can like us on Facebook. We're at It's New Orleans. And you can sus subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes and Stitcher. You can listen to our other Vietnola shows on our website, itsneworleans.com, as well as our other shows, Happy Hour, Out to Lunch, Mindset, True the Game, and Midnight Menu Plus One. 
Keep up with all kinds of fun happenings here at Vietnola by getting on our mailing list. Sign up on our website, itsneworleans.com. Vietnola was recorded today at Phanoi Viet Restaurant 2005 Magazine Street in the Lower Garden District. If you'd like to be a guest on a Vietnola show, we'd love to have you. Drop us a line. You'll find all the info on our website. Vietnola is produced by INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Kim Vu and everyone here at Vietnola, thanks for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you back here around the table at Phanoi Viet next week for our next episode of Vietnola. Till then, I'm Al Tharp. And I'm Kim Vu. Bye. Bye. You know Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.